discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Are you ready for the word? Yeah. John chapter 16, verse 28. John chapter 16, verse 28. I've been sharing concerning how Adam looks like Christ. Adam has a type of Christ, isn't it? We're exploring the spirit of prophecy in the word of God. Hallelujah. The spirit of prophecy says that everything must speak concerning Jesus Christ, isn't it? The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. So today, I want us to continue. We've been sharing, I think the last time we met, I spoke about how that Adam was a corporate man, isn't it? And Christ was also a corporate man. Is it true? Yeah. And I mentioned how that just as we were found in Adam, we are also now found in Christ. Hallelujah. As in Adam, all die. Even so, in Christ, are all made alive. So if you are in Christ, now you are made alive. You are a child of God now. Okay? But the reality of it um, becomes more or is strengthened the more you confess it. Faith is, the, is a tool for making spiritual things real in a physical. Faith is a universal currency. It works anywhere in the world. You see, without faith, nothing can be done. The Bible says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. So faith is what allows you or helps you to know the reality of where you have been found now that you're a child of God, now that you're born again. Do you see? We've been uprooted from the kingdom of darkness and have been brought into the kingdom of his dear son. We are now in a different kingdom now. In Colossians chapter 1, from verse 11, 12, and then 30, we can read from verse 11. I think it to be, to be good. Colossians chapter 1. Don't forget my first verse, right? John chapter 16, verse what? 28. Okay, so this strength of all might according to his glorious power unto all patience and long-suffering with joyfulness. Restore, giving thanks unto the Father which has made us meet or made us fit to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. He says we are partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. It's all because we are found in Christ. Christ is a corporate man. So in, as in Adam all died, you see, when Adam sinned, Adam was the only one who ate the fruit, isn't it? But because he ate the fruit, it affected the whole of humanity. Rob mentions that even though people had not sinned after the similitude of Adam, they still bore the sin of Adam. That's Romans chapter 5, isn't it? Verse, verse 14. Let's look at Romans 5, 14, and we'll come back to this. It says, nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression. Have you seen it? None of us did somewhat. We're, we're not there, physically speaking. 
when Adam partook of the food. However, we were there spiritually speaking when Adam partook of the food because we were all seminally in Adam. Hallelujah. Adam is a corporate man. Let us make man in our own image after our own likeness. Isn't it? God mentions that he made them male and female, created he them, and called their name Adam. How can male and female be called Adam? Because Adam is a corporate man. In the same way, Christ is also a corporate man. And because what Adam did affected all of humanity, what Christ also did affect all of humanity. So what Christ has done actually affected everybody. But it must be taken advantage of. Redemption has taken place already. Salvation has taken place already. He has bought the whole field. The Bible says that the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man who saw a treasure in a field and bought the whole field. But he bought the whole field, not because of the field, he bought the field because of the treasure in the field. So there's a treasure in the field, and that treasure is, is the most important thing, not the field. But he's bought the whole field, and out of the field you get his treasure. This is what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. So salvation hangs, hangs on everybody in the world. The day they believe it with their heart that Jesus was raised from the dead and that Jesus is the Son of God in reality, that day salvation hanging upon them gets into them and they become born again, just like you have experienced. Then you are placed into Christ. What Christ did becomes your portion. If what Adam did made all men sinners, then what Christ did makes all men righteous. Is it too difficult to understand? I know there are some people who make it look like uh, um, you have to do something to become righteous. The Bible mentions that we have been made righteous by virtue of where we found ourselves, by virtue of a born again experience, by, by virtue of where we've been planted. By birth, by birth. Because you are now a child of God, you are now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. It may not be real in your life. It doesn't mean that it is not real. You see, it may not be real in you. It may not be happening in you. You may feel like you're not right. You may feel like God is angry with you. You must understand what it is. Hallelujah. Righteousness is the ability to stand before God without any sense of guilt. You, you shouldn't be sitting before God by now. Yes. If we are going to be functioning according to your works. Because you are not correct. In terms of your works. Is it true what I'm talking about? I mean, you are you. What you look at the way the week has gone, you realize actually, God shouldn't even be talking to you. But God does not look at those things. He's looking at Christ in you, and the fact that you are in Christ—that's what He looks at. The earlier we understand this, the better it will be for us. Because you can't serve God, and you cannot do anything for the house of God if you always think that you are not correct. Do you understand? If you think you must become perfect before you can serve God you wait for the rest of your life. And you will die and not do anything for the Lord. So all those preachings about, uh, you know, meet God on a certain, like, make sure you are, there's, there's, there's another preaching called consecration and sanctification. You must make sure you are consecrated and make sure you are sanctified. You understand? Consecration and sanctification is a process. We've been sanctified, but we must maintain our sanctification. You've been consecrated, but you must maintain your consecration and grow in your consecration. That's the difference for you altogether. But when it comes to righteousness, for instance, for God to be able to use you well, your consecration must be perfect. Do you understand? That's what Timothy, uh, Paul talks to uh, Timothy about. The fact that 
if you purge yourself from these things, you shall be a vessel of honor. You see, he was talking about what you must do as a, as a, as a child of God to purge yourself so that God can use you more. Do you see? But we are accepted before God based on what Christ has done. Our righteousness is based on what Christ has done. He says he has made us meet. He has qualified us. Not because you did something. That's in Colossians chapter 1 verse 11. Verse 12. You see, he's qualified us. Not because you did something. But because of what Christ did. There's nothing you can do. What can you do? Jesus said that unless your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the Pharisees. Meaning that the righteousness of the Pharisees didn't get anywhere. But he says, unless it, it exceeds. Do you know what the, right, the, the, the Pharisees were doing? You, have no, you don't want to know. He says, giving thanks unto the Father which has made us meet. He has made us meet. The word meat, he's not talking about fish, meat, cow meat, chicken meat, and all. He's talking about qualified as the amplified mentions. Let's look at the amplified. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified. Have you seen it? Who has qualified and made us fit to share the portion which is the inheritance of the saints, God's holy people in the light. He has made us fit and qualified us. And so we live in praise to his name. Thank you for what you have done for me. Without you, I couldn't have even come close. In the Old Testament, you couldn't come close to God. You would die. Some deaths would have occurred a long time ago. Hallelujah. The righteousness is not based on your works. It's based on what Christ did. If sin was not, you didn't do anything to, to, be, to merit sin. We don't even know how the fruit looked like. We don't know how it tasted like. But you realize that as you were growing up, you were naturally not correct. Is it true? There was something natural. It's natural. You are just playing with somebody and you just want to hurt the person. There's no love in your heart. I remember very well, very young. There was this guy, small boy, wanted to hurt me. Wanted to just break my leg. We're just playing soccer. He just wants to break my leg. I was doing everything possible to break my leg. Like Charlie, there's wickedness in your heart. <laughs> Hallelujah. You don't have to do anything. Children grow up selfish. You know, you, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, the child just cries unnecessarily for attention. Is it true? Yeah, give birth and you'll be surprised that for the first three months of your life, you've not had a consistent sleep. It's not a small thing, though. When you have a child, you begin to appreciate your mother and your father. Yeah, when the child comes, you realize that, hey, Charlie, is this what they've been doing that they gave birth six, they did six, they did it six times? No, 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 no. Eight times, no, I will not do this thing. You, you, you will start changing your mind. Hallelujah. Yeah. Naturally. Naturally. But the day they give their lives to Christ, everything changes. All of a sudden, you, you realize love starts flowing in your heart. You can't be wicked. When you do something wrong, there's something inside you that lets you know that what you did was wrong. There's something natural in you that pushes you to do right and lets you go along the lines of God, attracts you towards God. No matter how terrible things happen around you, you still want to be with God. That's why you do something wrong. You are not comfortable. You always want to, you want to come close once again. Is it true what I'm talking about? It's only me. Is it you too? Yeah. yeah. Look at verse, verse 13. Verse 13. Who has delivered us from the power of darkness? Did he say he's going to do it? Did he say he has done it? Who has? He has delivered us from the power of darkness. He's not trying to. It's not a process. Get these things straight. These are things that have happened. These are holy things that God sent his son 
Jesus Christ into the world to come and come and accomplish holy, very important things. So they are not common. Sometimes you talk about them as well, they are common. It's like, oh, but it's not common. It's very, very important. He says he has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. We are now in the kingdom of his dear son. Other version says we are now in the kingdom of the son of his love. We are now in the kingdom of love. We are amplified. He says, transferred us into the kingdom of the son of his love. Do you see? So right now, that's where you are. We are planted in Christ. In 1 Corinthians 12, verse 12 and 13, verse 13 says that, for by one spirit are we all baptized into one body. We have all been put into the body of Christ. So Christ is also corporate. Okay? He's a, he's a collective entity. And we bear his name. And there are benefits for being in that place. It's just like planting a, a, a seedling in a loamy soil. There are some nutrients in the soil that the plant requires. That You can't plant sugarcane in a loamy soil. It will not work. Is it true? Sugarcane naturally thrives in water, in a, in a waterlogged area, isn't it? So you need a clay soil. So even though loamy soil is very good for, what, for sugarcane, it's not going to help him. Isn't it? So there are some nutrients in the soil that the plant requires. We've been planted in Christ. And because we've been planted in Christ, there are some nutrients in Christ that are good for us. Our growth, our development is based on what is in that soil. You see, so you must look at, if you don't know what's in the soil, you will not be able to benefit from it. That's how Christianity works. If you don't know, the devil thrives on ignorance. If you don't know, and he attacks your knowledge. Okay? What the devil does is to attack the knowledge that you have. That's why we have false teachers in our time, false prophets in our time, false, all kinds, false brethren. We even have false brethren. You know there are false brethren in the, in the church. The Bible mentions the false brethren. Hallelujah. The attacks, look at 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4. 2 Corinthians 10, 4. Have I mentioned too many scriptures to you? I'm, I'm trying to help you, okay? It says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against what? The knowledge of God. He exalts himself above the knowledge of God in your life. That is what he wants. So if you don't know what the word of God says, you will not benefit from it. That is why you must know what the scriptures are saying concerning you. When you find them, you believe them with your heart and you confess them into your life. And you'll be surprised that it will start working in your life. Before I came in here, I was sitting in the office and I was just asking God, how did I get here? That's what I was asking God. I was like, how, how did I get here? It's amazing. How did I get here? That's why I was asking God. How did I get here? I remember how the church started. How has the church worked? It has worked because I've located some things in the scriptures that I, conf- I believe and confess into my life. Every single time. We are going for it. And you'll be surprised we'll be going for it. Why does it work? Because I found this in the scriptures that I have to go for it. I'm in Christ. And in Christ we only go for it. Hallelujah. Is that so difficult to, to, to understand? So you believe and you confess. Believe it your, with your heart. That's how faith works. Faith is just like love. Love is of the spirit, it's of the heart. Love is felt. Love is spiritual. If you don't love the people, they would know. You don't have to communicate to them. Just by you standing before them, they know that you don't love them. It's an amazing thing. 
Hallelujah. But for love to work some more, you can love someone, but not exp- if you are not expressing the love, the person will not know. You can be married and you are not, you are not letting your wife know how much you love her. Every now and then she responds to you, I love you, I love you. I don't know what I'll do without you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, you should be saying some things to confirm. The more it is expressed, the more, the stronger it gets. Is it true? Faith is the same way. Faith is of the spirit. Faith is spiritual. The more you express it, the more real it becomes. You see, the more you express it, the more real it becomes. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 4. Verse 18. What does it say? What does Proverbs 4, 18 say? For the path of the just is as a shining light. That shineth more and more unto the perfect day. This is my testimony. This is my life. Say this is my life. Because I'm found in Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. So Christ is a corporate entity. We bear with it. It's just as we've borne the image of the earthy. Let us continue to bear the image of the heavenly. We have been made heavenly because we are found in Christ. So there are things on the earth that does not affect us. It is when they say there's a casting down, you shall say there's what? There's a lifting up. I can never go down. I keep going higher. This is the scripture I'm talking about. I, keep, I just keep going higher because I'm, a child. I'm planted in Christ. I'm protected because I'm planted in Christ. Yeah, I'm protected. There's nothing that can harm me. No devil hatched out of hell cannot touch me. Yesterday I was here. Yesterday night I was here. And I climbed up just looking. I was just praying and looking at the nice, natural uh, ambience you have down there. You know, just looking at it. Just speaking in chance. And God, God asked me a question. Do you know how many things were planted in the land you are standing on right now? Before you came? I said no. He said they, they planted a lot of things here. Yeah. All kinds of things were here. Where you are sitting? Probably where you are sitting. Something was planted there before. Yeah. People used to do all kinds of things here. Akbala things. Wild things. But then he said, as soon as you realize as soon as you came in and you declared that place to be for me, everything is fine. Everything is going on. It's becoming a nice place. Gradually, we will make the place like heaven very soon. We are, just, we are still working on it. Both places will make the whole place like when you enter this place, you think you are in America. Yeah. Yeah. Why? And, and God, God asked me, why do you think it's like that? It's because you know what is inside you. If you don't know what is inside you, anything can just happen around you. And anything can just happen to you. None of the powers. You remember what the day we the day we the first service we had here? They said, what it was a Friday night? We said, whatever it has been planted in this place, because God showed me some things have been planted here. Whatever it is has been planted in this place, your power is neutralized. As simple as ABC. I didn't need to plant something else. You don't have to plant anything. Charlie, you were powerful walking around. One man of God said something, he said he had a vision. God showed him a vision. And in the vision, he had hinges on his tummy. His belly had the hinges. And it had, had a door. You know, it had an, an opening. When he opened, God opened it like that. And he saw three very big wires. Electrical wires. And it was just touching each other. You know, power. That's how, that's how your life is. You were power vault walking around. Why? Not because you have done something like you are so something, whatever. It's because of Christ. 
It's because you are found in that corporate entity, that corporate body called Christ. You are found in Christ. That's why you are, that power is inside you. So nothing hatched out of hell can touch you. But if you don't know, it will happen to you. If you don't know, what will happen? It will happen to you. Now, when you get to know it, confess it a lot in your life. The more you say it, the more real it becomes. The more you say it, the more and the more you, it becomes your experience. Yeah, I'm power, Charlie. I am too dangerous. And when I'm walking in the night, I'm not afraid because I'm the danger. I am the danger. Do you understand? Oh, yes, it's actually, I'm the danger. I am the danger walking around. The more you say it, the more it works. The more you believe it, the more it works. The more you say it, the more you believe it, and the more it works. It's like a, it's like a dynamo. The more you say it, the more you believe it. Maybe you don't even believe it at the beginning, but just keep saying it. The one man God said, keep saying it. Don't what? Don't stop talking. He wasn't lying. Yeah, he was saying the truth. The more you say it, the more you believe it. Do you see? Why do you think your mother is your mother? Who said your mother is your mother? Everything you know and think and believe you were told. Who told you you are black? Who told you you are black? You were told, isn't it? How do you know you are black? You were told. Am I lying? Who said you are from Nigeria? Who said you are Nigerian? Because you were told that this place is called Nigeria. You wouldn't have known your location. If nobody had told you. Everything you believed you were told. It's called the witness of men. In First John chapter 5, right? Verse what? Verse 9. Verse 11, 9, 10, 11. Let's go there. First John 5, 9, 10, 11. It says, if you receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. Do you understand the witness of men? The witness of men is what people tell you. Sometimes someone, you think that is your father, but after some years you realize that it's not your father. But you, you treated him like your father for a long time. That was a case like that. Charlie, it wasn't the father. The father didn't know. Only the mother knew. Hallelujah. It's a very powerful thing. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a shout if you like what I'm saying. Yeah. Only the mother knew. Their, their daughter didn't know. The man did. But they were, everything was, the lady looks like the father, the man. But it's not the, it's not the daughter. Whoever you grew up looking at consistently is the one you look like. Or you don't know. If you marry, you have a child, and you allow your the, the landlord to be the one to be seeing your child consistently. The child will grow up looking like your landlord. And the, the landlord has nothing to do with it. He's not done anything to your wife. The child is yours, but you, the child was not seeing your face. The face you answer, face answers to face. The face you see is what you answer to. Is it true? Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> the witness of men. He says, if, the witness, if you believe in the witness, if we receive the witness, and we do receive the witness of men, he says, the witness of God is greater. The testimony of God is greater. What is the testimony of God concerning himself? He says, for this is the witness of God which he has testified of his son. Look at the next verse. He that believeth in the son of God has the witness in himself. He that believeth not God has, not, has made him a liar because he believeth not the record that God gave of his son. And this, go to the verse. And this is the record that God has given to us. Sorry, and this is the record that God has given to us what? You may not feel like you have eternal life inside you, but it is there. 
Eternal life is the quality of life, of God's life. It's God's, what makes God, God. You see, we are human beings. There's a life that makes us human beings. But there's a life that makes us, that makes God, God. And that is the life that he has given to us. And amazingly, the day you became born again, that life supplanted the human life inside you. But you see, you still think like you are human. So you, there are things that function as human in your life. But the more you say it, the more you believe it. And the more you believe it, the more it becomes your testimony. The more that life works in your life. That life is sinless. You realize that you sin, you begin to gravitate away, very, very far away from sin. The more you confess it, I have the life of God working in me. It's working in my mind. It's working in my hands. It's working in my belly. It's working everywhere. The life of God is working in me. The more you believe it, the more you say it, the more it works in you. Hallelujah. You can go for a long time and you wonder what you've not done. Like, you've not sinned. Your fellowship with God is so nice. There's no sin around you. Because you are focusing on the right thing, which is the life of God. You are not focusing on another life. The bios, biological life, which you inherited from your father. Hallelujah. God has infused into us his life. The more we confess it, the more it really becomes. It's an amazing thing. I'm born of the word. I'm born of the word. The more you say, the more you even know the word of God. And the more the word of God starts acting and functioning in your life. It's an amazing thing. What I'm saying is the foundation of Christianity. What I'm saying right now is the foundation of Christianity. Practical. I mean, the more you say it, the more you believe it. The more you say it. And the more it really becomes. It just becomes real. You realize that your life is just too, it's just goes gravitating along a certain line. To gravitate along a certain line. The more you say I'm rich because Christ has made us rich. The more you gravitate towards riches. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The more you say I don't fall sick. I'm, I'm a child of God. Sickness. The life. Did you ever wake up in the morning and then God, you heard God say, today, in home today I'm not feeling too good. I am feeling too good, man. So the sun is not going to rise today. Did you hear anything like that? There's nothing like that. The sun keeps rising and whatever, setting and all those things. God is always healthy. Why should you be sick when you are a child? You are planted in him. I'm now in Christ. I'm the power vote of God walking in the earth. No demon, nothing can harm me. <laughs> There's a testimony I want, I want us to hear, okay? One of our sisters here, one of our pastors, had an experience that I want you to hear. So I want us to invite her so that she comes to come and share her testimony with you. Let's invite Pastor Florence to come and share her testimony. Hallelujah. Thank you, Pastor. Hello, everyone. Greetings. <laughs> Greetings from the Medina Church in Accra. Hallelujah. Okay, so I had a very amazing experience with the Holy Spirit on Friday. Um, I was going to work, and I, I don't really know the routes to the place because it was like the second time I was going there with public transport. So I took a church road that was supposed to be heading to Dome. And I thought it will pass through my workplace, but apparently they were going to Dummy Pillar too, so they were using the atomic routes. So I had to alight at um, Hacho Junction. And then when I got there, I didn't even know there was a church station ahead that I could have picked a church to go to West Legon, Westlands. So I was standing across the station waiting for a church that would be heading to Achimota so that I can just alight on the way. So as I was standing there, I told the Holy Spirit that um, I need a ride to work because I've been standing here for a while and I'm not getting um, a car. So I was just, I was just standing, I was just talking to him. 
we're just trying to, I was telling him how that I need to get to work before 10 o'clock. So he really has to sort me out. It's very nice when you have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. You basically talk about everything. That's the thing. We limit him to some aspects of our lives. Like God doesn't care <laughs> about what you wear or what you eat or how you do certain things. But he's overly concerned about the minute details. Hallelujah. So as I was standing there, a taxi came to pass by and then like he waved me in a very friendly, overly friendly and excited manner. And I, I was like, okay, there goes my ride. And then he, he called me, like he beckoned that I should come close to the car. So he parked and then I walked towards it. And he's like, hi, it's been, it's been like a long while. And I'm like, okay, let me just follow his lead. And I'm like, hi. Uh, it was obvious I didn't recognize him, but I, I really needed to get to work. And I just finished. Like, <laughs> so I'm like, he's like, oh, I should, where am I going to? And I'm like, oh, I'm going to Wesley Gone. And he's like, okay, I should, I should join him. And I should like sit in the cab. He's, he's, he'll drop me. He didn't even tell me where he was going to. So I was like, before I sat in the car, I was like, oh, thank you, God. And it's, it was tainted. Like, all the windows were tainted. I tried to sit at the front, but the door wasn't really working. So he's like, oh, I should sit at the back. So when I opened the back, um, the door at the back, I saw a lady sitting at the other side. And I, I found it strange that, you know, if you're hitching a ride and someone has already chartered a taxi, the ideal thing to do is to sit in front because she is paying for the ride. But she didn't seem to mind and I didn't I wasn't in the mood to go back and forth on that. So I just sat by her. When I sat down, like what uh, I was like, okay, so well. And then I greeted her, she didn't respond. I was like, okay, fine. And then <laughs> I just sat in me. I don't bother myself about a lot of things, actually. Like it's not I, I don't get irritated about the things. I'm I'm just like focused, I'm going somewhere. So I sat in the car, the minute I shut the door, the central locked all the the car was locked. I was like, okay. <laughs> Then I took my phone, I started chatting with people. I was, I was just laughing on like no element of fear. And I want you to understand that it is not you at work. What happened is like I was sitting outside and I was looking at what happened and I realized that it, God just took over. Do you understand? Like the life of God took over. Pastor Kobe raised me when he was, he knows me, fear rule. Like I'll not even go for an evening walk. Like, no, what pastor was saying, I'm the danger. No, that's never crossed my mind. <laughs> that's never crossed my mind four or five years ago. Hallelujah. But I was shocked. I was like, no, we, the life of God, when we are confessing it in church, like, don't pause and think it doesn't concern you. When the situation comes, it will show up. Yeah. It's, you see, it's, your, it's inherent. You don't work for it. It's your natural estate. Like You breathe with ease, isn't it? It's the same thing with the issues of this world. The life of God just functions with or without the situation that is happening around you. So here I am in a car that has been central locked with a crazy driver and a very mean woman. I'm like, okay, let's go. Like, I can't be bothered. I, it's like I wasn't even aware of what was going on. So now this woman has, like, a weapon by her side. And so we're going. She, the first time she tried, and that day I was telling mommy, I had a lot of money in my bag. Thousands of CDs. A lot. A client had just paid me. Hey. <laughs> 
was like, oh, I can't be bothered. I was just, honestly, honestly. Hmm. So we're going, and then the woman tried to reach for the weapon. When she bends down, she's big. She's like six foot tall. She's, and she, look at me. <laughs> I mean, she, she didn't even have to weld the weapon. I mean, she just has to like snap my neck and I'm, I'm basically gone, you know? And she like reaches for this weapon. I could see her from the side of my eye. You know, I wasn't focusing on them to be very honest. It's like, I, do you know how you can't be bothered about things because you just know unexpected end is what God is like planning out for you? She reaches for the weapon. And like when she bends down to pick it up, she just withdraws. Then she'll bend down to pick it up. She did it three times. Then now she started getting frustrated. She was so mad, like at me for what I don't know I did. But this then when I sat in the car, for some strange reason, Holy Spirit just said, start speaking in tongues. I was just speaking in tongues the whole ride, you know, under your breath, sort of. Because sometimes you can speak in tongues, <clears throat> sorry, out of fear. Yes, you have, there's a very thin line that separates the two. You can speak in tongues from authority, a realm of authority. And you can speak in tongues from like, hey, that's my last resort. <laughs> Jesus, do something for me, you know. But anyways, so I was just speaking in tongues under my breath. And I think that's what busted their mind. The fact that I had my phone out chatting, laughing, and ignoring them, basically. So now the driver started looking through the rear view mirror. And looking so nervous, like he was basically breaking forth sweat. Like I should have been like that. They are u- probably used to people. I should have started trying to open the door and flaming my arms out of the window or something. I I can't be bothered really. And the woman got so pissed with me. Halfway through the journey, I turned to her and I'm like, "Oh, thank you for letting me hitch a ride with you. I'm very grateful for that." So as we're going, all of a sudden, like some sudden traffic just appeared. And that's, that's not a route. I, I, I report to work at 10. So by 8 o'clock, the traffic has actually cleared from. So it's like they were extra confused, like where from this traffic? Then all of a sudden it cleared. The driver just screeched and parked the car and said, get out of my car. He said, get out. And I'm like, oh, but you said you dropped me. <laughs> He's like, get out. Like, I'm not going there again. I'm like, okay. So I tried opening the door. That's when I realized you can't even open the door from inside. When you're inside, it's not like because of the central lock. Even after it has been unlocked, you can't open it. So, then by then, they are probably done with you or something. So now he was getting so frustrated. He was so angry. And I'm like, okay, I can't open the door. And he, he got down from the car and he came to, like, jerk the door open. And I got down. Princess Flo, like... I just got down. I was even turning to say bye-bye. Nobody even buzzed me. They just <laughs> sat in the car and sped off. So when I got down, I was like, wow, Holy Spirit, what just happened? He said, I just saved you. I'm like, wow. I didn't do any work. I, I want you to understand what Pastor is saying. Like, the life of God is real. It's real. That's how come sickness can come up and you can determine whether it has access to you or not. Pastor Yvonne led confessions today. And she said, sickness doesn't come near me. When it comes near me, it runs away. That's what she said. I really remember it because I held on to it. Hallelujah. So you realize that everything is important. And the Holy Spirit told me something. He said, don't stop coming to church. You see, you're a building. I was telling the Madina people that you're a building. You don't build yourself. By the time you realize you're an edifice, but you don't even know what you did. 
you have no idea what you did. And that is what gives glory to God forever. God is the architect. His name is embossed on you forever. What you have to do is present yourself. Don't miss service. Never miss service under any circumstance. That is what helped me. Because church is like, is an aura that is set. And when you come to church, you are able to carry that aura outside. You understand? Pastor said we are going to make here like heaven. You can't step in heaven and be the same again. You understand? You've come onto Mount Zion. And this, I'm a living testimony. Here I am. That God used arm robbers to get me to work safe and sound. Here I am. And I'm here giving, this is real. It's real. Like, my mind is still busted because I'm really trying to, it's, the testimony is too big. I'm, I'm telling God to help me wrap my heart and my mind around it and really appreciate the gravity of his mercy and his grace and walking in his perfect will because it is really all that matters. So I just want to encourage you, don't miss service. Like, never have, and if you have to crawl to come here, do it. If you have to walk from tech to come here, do it. God is worth it. None of us are going to carry your doctorates or your anything to heaven, really. At the end of the end, God is not going to cause you to, you are too important. You can't, I, I'm a pastor, not because I'm a pastor, but I mean, I'm, I'm in ministry. So why should obituary, what's a shock, what happened? She was stabbed to death or something. No, that's not my heritage. My life is glory, increasing glory. And, and, and pastor said something, the confessions work. For some time now, I've been saying nothing bad can happen to me. It is true. Nothing bad can happen to you. Whatever situation comes up, it works together for my good. I don't care. I don't care how messed up it is. I like I don't I can't be bothered. My father says that it's working for my good. I believe it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Pastor Oti. Thank you so much. God bless you. In Jesus' name. Thank you. Hallelujah. It works, isn't it? Yeah, it works. <laughs> it works. You are the danger. You are, you'll be surprised. I had an experience, okay? I had an experience. And uh, clearly, some people wanted to terminate me, clearly, because of something that we were struggling about. Hallelujah. I was not struggling with it, but they, they thought they were struggling with me, you know? And uh, when it passed on, when that particular experience passed on, I was with my wife in front of that person. And we're talking. The person wanted to say something spiritual. Uh, what she does spiritually, the terrible, wild things that she can do to either terminate somebody or something. Then she said, Sofa, please, I want to say this. Can I continue and say it? <laughs> I don't know if, if you remember what I'm talking about. I said, oh, feel free, you can talk. <laughs> Hallelujah. I am the danger. Oh yeah, I am the danger. Say I am the danger. Because I'm found in Christ. It is the truth. It is the truth. So never be afraid. You know, Jesus, one of the things that uh, typifies um, Christ in Adam's life is the fact that Adam was given authority over all things. Everything was put under his feet. I read uh, Psalm 8 to you the last time. You know, let's look at verse 6. Psalm 8 verse 6. It says, Thou madest him a 
to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet. He put all things under the feet of Adam. Same thing has happened in, in, in Christ. In Christ, all things are put under Christ's feet. So in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 20, 21, 22, which he wrote in Christ, before he spoke about this, he was talking about the power of God that is resident in your life. So let's look at from verse 19, so that it makes more sense. Yeah. Say, I am the danger. I am the danger. Yeah, I'm too anointed. Charlie, that's the truth. They can't touch you. I, I, I don't do panic prayer. I'm not the kind of person who does that, that kind of thing. I'm not into panic prayers. The Jesus you are mentioning is out of fear and it may not work. You must mention the name of Jesus out of faith. It works when you add faith to it. You understand? Yeah. Sometimes when, when things are toughest, that is when I am not praying about that particular thing. I'll pray my prayer. I'll be with my God, fellowship with my God. Just be happy with God and enjoy the fellowship of the Spirit. I say, you are t- you, you, we are big, they are small. <laughs> we are big, they are too small. What can they do? They can't do anything. You can't reduce me. Someone took a huge amount of money from me. God told me, you are like the ocean. How can you steal water from the ocean? And the ocean will be lacking. Have you, have you seen some before? No, you, you have a problem, isn't it? Just continue stealing water from the ocean into your house. Every day you go, you go and take some into your house like that. Your house will be full and the ocean will still be full. Yeah. We never like, I mean, we just keep going higher. That's my life. I keep going higher and higher. Say it, say it like, say it like, like you believe that something like that is in your life as well. Yeah. He says, God, Paul was praying for the Ephesian church. He says, I'm praying that you may know what is the exceeding greatness of his power. To us what? The Amplified says, his power that is at work in you, for you, Let's look at it. And so that you can know the, and understand what is the immeasurable and unlimited and surpassing greatness of his power in and for us who believe. You see, his, work, his power is working in us and for us. Why? Not because you do something special. This thing does not work when you are good. And works, and that's not, it, 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 it's not like it's, it works only when you are good. Like when you are really on point, you're really with the Lord. You're fasting 21 days. You have become like one that they have clean half. You come like that. So slim. Then the power is working. There's nothing like that. The power is working whether you like it or not. It's inside. It's inside. All you need to do is to be aware of it. To be conscious of it. You see. That is all you need to do, to be conscious of that power that is resident inside you. That is what is most important. Your consciousness. What is your consciousness? Some people have weakness consciousness. Frailty consciousness. Like your consciousness is frailty, fear, if there's thunder. Like it went through your tummy. All of a sudden you feel like pooing. Thunder. Why? I was there when, when the, the, the explosion occurred in Accra recently. The gas explosion. We're not so far away. Our church is close to it. You know? So when it exploded, we were in church. We we're having a leaders' meeting. Amazingly, I was going to close at 6:30 originally. But when I began the meeting, I asked them, What time do you want me to close? Then they said seven. I said, Okay, then we'll close at seven. And I closed exactly at seven. The explosion happened exactly at 7:15. If I'd let them go around 6:30, they would have been there. All of them would have been there. They will all be there. 
waiting for a car. And the stampede and all that would have caused many problems. Hallelujah. When the explosion occurred, boom, I was standing there, nothing. I was just, everybody was running all over the place. Yeah, 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 shout yes. It's like, hey, what is happening? Is Jesus coming? If Jesus is coming, it's powerful. We are going. <laughs> what are you afraid of? There's no fear in love. We are planted in the kingdom of his love. I refuse to be, to be, to, to be afraid. See, I refuse to fear. I have no fear in my life. I'm too confident in God. I'm stupidly confident in God. Yeah, that is your life. Hallelujah. Says, what is the exceeding greatness of His power? Unlimited, immeasurable, and surpassing greatness of His power in and for you who believe. Do you believe? Says, the qualification is those who believe. As demonstrated in the working of His mighty strength, verse 20, which He wrought in Christ when He raised Jesus from the dead. The power that he used to raise Jesus from have you has your father done that before? Your father has raised someone from the dead. The power, the dead raising power is what is inside you. Can you imagine? So, how can death even touch you? Do you know Paul was stoned and died? And he came back to life. Why? Because the power that raises the dead was what was working in him. It was as the disciples were standing by him, he woke up and they prepared him and took him to the next place. Yeah. He continued working. He didn't complain. God, why did you let this before me? It's not a matter of what befell you. Who should it be for? How, how, how will we know the power of God is inside if you don't go through some things? I preached for a very long time for one month about challenges. How challenges are good for you. If you were anywhere when I was preaching, get the messages. Challenges are too good for you. Problems. Tell me about problems. Are good. Yeah. They are bread. They are good because they are food for you. Without it, your faith cannot work. How can your faith work without challenges? How can is the question God asked me in the morning? I asked God in the morning, rather, how did I get here? How did I get here? I've not gotten here. I didn't pray myself here. I didn't jump to this place. Gone through a lot of things. Challenge by challenge. One, two, three, four. There's a process. You must go through it. And the process comes with challenges. When you pass, you go forward. And you will pass. Yeah. You will pass because you are in Christ. There's something big. He says that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Isn't it amazing? I, I mentioned uh, uh, John chapter 16, right? Verse 28, isn't it? Oh, yeah. There's so many things that are coming up for me. He has been set far above all principalities and powers and dominions and thrones. Do you understand? All those things are authorities. So, uh, go, go back to that place. Far above this, he has put Christ far above all principality and power and and dominion and every name that is named, whatever uh, ritual they want to use you for, or whatever uh, uh, God that will mention, the need will mention. Your, the blood of Jesus is running through your veins. Surprise! The Bible says that we are standing under the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than the blood of Abel. Every time we are in, we are in Christ, we are in heaven, and there's, there's a sprinkling of blood consistently that speaks mercy, grace, kindness, goodness, joy. Can you imagine? So we are bathed in blood. The guy who wrote Occult Grandmaster Now in Christ said he visited uh, Idahosa. He wanted to Test Idahosa. He said he tried to test Idahosa at Deboe. These two people. And then Kumui. These are three very powerful men of God in Nigeria. If you leave the whole of Nigeria for them, they will function. Everything will be fine. They are, these are power votes. Kumui is a 
power, power. He's the one who started uh, deeper life. Power votes. Do you, do you know they are not? They are, they are deeply. These are deeply spiritual people. Adeboye. Hey. Adeboye say, God is giving you a child this morning. Twenty thousand people will receive children. Twenty thousand. There's so many people who receive. Hey, as your father that's before. I realized that it's like different levels. And he tried to test them because he was a grandmaster of an occult. In Nigeria, worldwide, he was a grandmaster. They tried. And he described the scene when he met Idahosa. He said when he went to his office, the guy was bathing blood soaked in fire. I mean, I mean, what are you, how can you touch him? That is, you see, it's not unique to him. It's everybody. Everybody's like that. If you knew the angels that have drawn swords standing by you, you'd be surprised. When I walk out, you, you, you see, the more you allow that to be your consciousness, the more confident you become in life. Yeah, I cannot, I cannot be broken. I cannot. No, 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 no. I'm a danger. I'm a danger to society, actually. <laughs> I'm a danger. If you like mess up, you'll be surprised. It's amazing. And amazingly, it is not based on what you do or don't do. This is your natural estate. All you need to do is to know about it. The more you know about it, the more it detects your doing. The more you know about it, the more it detects your what? Your doing, your acts. You realize that, hey, I'm a power vote. I can only act right. That's what happens. Not the other way around. Not when you are fine, then the power of God is working in you. When you are, did he say that? Did he, did he put conditions around it? Did he say far above what principalities and power and all, and all that? Eh? Dominion, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. Verse 22. And has put all things under his feet. He has put all things under Christ's feet. And given him to be the head over all things. To what? To the church. Which is his body. The fullness of him that filleth all. And he know. Did he say? And you are in the church. You are in his body. I just mentioned First Corinthians 12 verse 13 to you. For by one spirit are we baptized. Are we all baptized into one body. That one body is Christ. And if you are in Christ, you are part of the church. He says that he has put all things under his feet. And given him to be the head over all things. To the church. Which is his body. So I am in him, and therefore all things are under my feet. Yeah. What is it? Which, which spiritual problem are you talking about? You take my picture to a juju man to... to yeah. <laughs> you want the juju man to have problems there? Eh? I don't know if you know those... Like sometimes a juju man will say, please, I don't want a problem. Please, go away. Why do you like killing people like that? So, this one, you want to kill this one, go, go, go away. Yeah, they will just warn you. We don't want any problems. Go, go, please go away. Why? I've been killing people. This one, you have brought this one to here. Go, go, go away. You counsel you, brother, know who to kill. Yeah, we don't just kill anybody. You know, it's a testimony. I have a testimony like that uh, with, uh, with, with someone. Took his picture somewhere. The guy begged him, please go take this picture away. We don't like it. Take it away. One guy in Nigeria, just like any other day, went into a trotro. Going to uh, 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 Festac, if you know Lagos very well. Going to Festac. He never got to Festac. When he entered the bus, they just released some gas. Everybody slept in the bus. He was listening to a message and he fell asleep. When he opened his eyes, they were, in a, they were about to cross some river to go to a place for them to be killed. Yeah. Two different stories, actually. One, they were, when he woke up, they were there and they were killing people. 
you are chopping people, just kill you, chop your head off, butcher you like that. Just kill him. He was watching. Just behead someone. Someone came and was begging, please, please, I'll give him. A guy came, but my mother told me not to be. You just chop people's heads off. Just like that. That's what I hear. Such things happen a lot. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I see you starting a church in Nigeria. Are you afraid? Why should you be afraid? Other people are existing there. John, are you not existing there? You are alive till now. You are not dead. You are the danger. Say I'm the danger. Yeah, some people in the north, some people destroyed Bishop Hedebo's church in the north. Did it, was it destroyed or was it they were about to destroy it? They were about to. He said, ha! One block, one life. <laughs> and it's not that he's going to take a knife and kill somebody. No, 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 no. There are some people who are dangerous. Like dangerous arm robbers were robbing. And they were robbing. They were on highway robbing people. Robbing people. Then they were told that Bishop the post car is coming. They, everybody packed. Like, okay, they had traffic. They became traffic. Well, just move, move now, move now, move now. Everybody move. Danger is coming. You are not afraid. Are you not afraid? When they, when it passed, then they continue. Yeah, even sticker. They see his sticker on people's cars. Okay, your papa's son. Okay, please. Continue. Proceed. Proceed with that caution. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a sibling of ours. Okay who went to Nigeria for a meeting, and when she was coming back to Ghana, she went through a certain route that she was not supposed to go through. So she picked an Okada, and the Okada people, no, no, it's a gang, it's a robbing gang. And they took her to their boss for them to rob. So they are driving, driving, they just took them to another place. Okay, so they, they got there, they took their bags. They want, the normal thing is that they rob you, beat you, and then leave you somewhere. They had, they had your laptop, they had the tablet, and all. They took everything, took, took, took. Then they took her, no, they took, a, I think, a CD that she had bought from the conference. She went for a, a conference with Pastor Chris. They took the CD, and was Pastor Chris. The, the, the gangster, the gang leader said, Oh, are you from Christ and Mercy? And she said, Yes. Oh, Pastor Chris, I love this man. Oh. <laughs> I love this man. Oh. Do, do you have Rhapsody? Do you have Rhapsody? <laughs> he said, oh yeah, oh yeah, pack, put everything inside. Oh yeah, put, put, put everything. They put their money, everything inside. Okay, so take them. Where are you going? You are going to the border. Okay, please take them to the border. Go ahead, go ahead. Come on, move them. You see? <laughs> see, that is my testimony. That is my testimony. Yeah. They will live your life for you. Who can touch you? You are in, all because you are in Christ. You are in Christ. You are planted in that place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, I'll never go down in my life. Yeah, I'm set. I'm set. I'm set. Above up. I'm set. You are not going to come down. You are set there. You are set there. We are seated together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You cannot but prosper. You cannot but go high. Your life can only see development. Yeah, no matter what happens. Development. I'm just going higher. Every year, I'll go higher. Every month, I'll go higher. My path is as a just that shines light, brighter and brighter onto the perfect day. That is my story. Five years from now, I'll be better. I'll be nicer looking. I'll be smarter. I'll be healthier. I'll be more muscular. I'll be, just say, I'll be wilder than I am now. Knowing God even more than I do now. Yeah, knowing the word of God more. Yeah. Yeah. Another story, a woman with her daughter, the one behind the another, you know, 
She was just holding that one, one, one hand, and then the other one was behind her. She was looking for somebody in, a, in an area. You know, and she was just asking around, asking around, because the address they gave to her, this is Nigeria again, the address they gave to her, hallelujah. The address they gave to her was wrong, and she was trying to find. So she just asked somebody, so you can come in. You can come in. Oh, come, come. So she went into the house. They opened the door. When they opened the door, it's like she just came into a ritual, human ritual something. She just entered. And someone was standing in a corner with a cutlass. Two people, two big men with a cutlass, waiting to butcher her and all her children. Ah, auntie, I just, I'm just looking for an area. What's the meaning of all this? She said, no, 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 no. What are you coming to do? What are you coming to do? She had an anointing oil in the bag. Bishop Oedipo normally does that. Sometimes you say, bring anointing oil, pray over it. It's your mantle. She took, this is my mantle. She started pouring it on them. In the name of Jesus. They, you know, they literally started burning. They were burning, literally. And she held the daughter's arm. My, let's go out. <laughs> you are not afraid. You are not afraid. There are some things you should be afraid of. Yeah, you don't just touch anybody. We are set, oh. We are set far above all principality and power. Whether they come spiritually, physically, mentally, whatever it is, emotionally, it makes no difference. Whatever you come by, academically, healthly, financially, we are set. You can't do anything about it. See, I'm set. See, and the more you convert, the scripture I want to quote to you in John 16 28 is actually a confirmation of what I'm talking about. How that even our Lord did not joke with his confessions. Read the book of John. You'll be shocked at the confessions of Jesus. Yeah. I am the light of the world. Yeah. Is that not a confession? Yeah. Did he look like the light of the world? I'm above. You are. He says, I'm from above. You are beneath. My father and I are one. Consistently, constantly, every time he's saying it. This one is a fourfold confession concerning where he came from, what he has come for, and where he's going to. Yeah. What is he here for? He says, I came for from, my, from the father. You have to say it. You have to say it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise See, I'm set. I'm set. Yeah. Jesus was constantly, const- I came forth from the Father. He's telling you his origins. What, what are your origins? Where are you coming from? From God. You should be saying, I'm of God. I'm from God. I'm a child of God. I'm a child of destiny. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I hail from heaven. Constantly, Jesus was always, I came, I am come, I came forth from the Father. You choose to, to say such things. I came forth from the Father. I am of God. It says, you are of God, little children. And overcome them. I'm of God. So you remind yourself constantly. If you've read the psalm, I've mentioned that singing and it says, and be not drunk with wine or in his excess, but be filled, be being filled with the Holy Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns. And spirit. You know, there are psalms that are documented. Read the psalms. You'll be shocked at what David was saying concerning himself. Some of the psalms were psalms concerning himself. The Lord is that is my light and my salvation. He's just encouraging him, just stirring himself up. Whom shall I fear? This, this is like he's just there. Ah, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Cool Abasata. He wasn't speaking in tongues, but I'm just letting you know. These are confessions concerning who he was, where he was coming from, who he was related to, who he was linked to. You, you, you know, say some. Yeah, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me lie down. I always lie down in good things. Yeah, I always lie down in good things, in goodness. 
I enjoy goodness. goodness. Yes, you say that to yourself. I'm I'm, I'm always enjoying goodness. I enjoy the good life. I enjoy the good life. Yeah, I enjoy the good life. Because I'm found in Christ. Christ is a corporate entity. And I'm found in him. Therefore, goodness and mercy follows me. All the days of my life. A thousand shall fall at my side. Ten thousand at my right. But it shall not come nigh thee. Nigh me. Only with my eyes shall I behold the reward of the wicked. These are sounds that you can use. Yeah. 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 I'm going higher. I'm going higher. I'm getting bigger. I'm getting better. I'm getting greater by the day. That is my story. Jesus said, I came, I am come forth from my father. I am come forth from the father. Where have you come forth from? I hail from heaven. I'm from above. He says that whosoever is from above is above all. That's in John chapter 3. Eh? Yeah, he says, whosoever is above, whosoever coming from above is above all. Look, look for that scripture for me. It's in John chapter 3, I think, verse 31. Yeah. He that cometh from above is above all. He that is of the earth is earthly and speaketh of the earth. He that cometh from, from heaven is above all. The word born again means to come from what? To come from above, to come from heaven. I am hailing from heaven and I'm above all. I'm above all circumstances of life. Yeah, I'm in Christ. I'm in Christ. I'm in that corporate entity called Christ. I refuse to be talking like someone who is in Adam. Those who are in Adam are the ones who say, Life is not easy. Oh. I've been trying to make things work, but it's the man for hustle. Life is life is war. Life is war. You see, there's a there's a truth, there's a truth to it. Because if you check, you realize actually. And it's not a joke. Is it true? Yeah. Yeah. But that is not our confession. Yeah. We can say life is war, but I'm above all. Yeah. It says that, yeah, yeah, you know, this is you are more than conquerors. Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. I'm born of God. My natural normal estate is to overcome the world. So no matter what is presented to me, I overcome the world. Yeah, nothing. They ain't get nothing on me, man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, I've not finished preaching. I'm just introducing a subject to you. Hallelujah. The more you confess it, the more it works. The more it really becomes in your life. I'm rich. I'm a money farmer. I'm rich in dollars. I'm rich in euros. I'm rich in pounds. I'm rich in CFA. I'm rich. The more you say, the more it happens. It's an amazing thing. Yeah. 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 The wealth of the wicked is converted to me. I will never go down in my life. I keep going higher and higher and higher. He says, I am come forth from the Father. I am, I am come forth from the Father. <laughs> he showed, this is, what, this is what I am. This is where I'm come from. And I'm come into the world again. I leave the world and go to the Father. I'm coming. I just I'm in the world to go back. Oh, hallelujah! Let me show you more. I have more to show you. Look at John chapter. The book is, is scattered all over the book of John. The book of John is a book that is recommended for fresh believers. If you become born again, that's one of the first books you should read, actually, because it has 21 chapters, and you can use 21 uh, days to read it. That's three weeks. One chapter every day. Every day you read one chapter. You'll be shocked at what to do for you. If you've not done it, you can do it. You can do it from today onwards. Read one chapter every day. John 1, John 2. Like that. By the time you are at 21, you realize that your life is different. Hallelujah. 
John 14 verse 9. And it's what a bold confession. What, this is a bold confession. Look at this one. Jesus said unto them, Have I been so long time with you, and yet has thou not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father. Hey, and now see us thou show, show us the Father. The one who, this is Jesus' confession. No? The one who has seen me has seen the Father. We, we also ought to say the same thing. Because we have become the address of God. Where is God's headquarters? God's headquarters is inside. You are God's headquarters. In John chapter 17, I think verse 25 or so, he says that, that I, he says, I in them and they in me and we in you. It's a unique intermingling. We are in Christ. We are embedded in him and he's embedded in us. How many of you want to see the Father? Look at me. Look at me. He says, I, this is John 17, 20. He says, I in them and thou in me that they may be one, made perfect in one. And that the world may know that thou hast sent me and has loved them as thou hast loved me. I in them and thou in me. He's in me. He says, greater is he that is in you. God is at work in you. He that what? He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. How many of you are looking for God? <laughs> Say he's in me. You are God's address. That's, this, these are some of the things that some of our fathers saw. Yeah. You know why they call it Christ embassy? You know why they call it Christ embassy? I, I follow up as a Christ, so I mention his name. Is it a bad thing to be mentioning people's names? This is not normal. I shows you that I'm from somewhere. Me too. I have, I have, I've come from somewhere. Oh. And those of you, you don't mention anybody's name. Every time we are preaching, you don't mention anybody's name. It's like you are original. No, it's no original in the world. Though. You are like Elijah the teach bites. You just showed up. Hey, Charlie, something bad will happen to you. We have all come from somewhere. I mentioned Bishop Dark's name. I mentioned Ken Higgins. These are the books I've read. That If you think I can preach, if you think I can do, I'm, you don't even know who I'm picking my messages from. You don't know who I'm even copying, like what I picked this one from. They are, what I'm, I'm not an original, brothers and sisters. <laughs> I'm not an original. My greatness is in following. Even sometimes some people make following look like some terrible thing to do. Copy and paste. Whatever I'm doing, I've copied. But when I'm pasting it, it looks different. Like it's modified. It's amazing. Yeah, copy you, copy. Charlie, tell me about copy you. <laughs> copy. You see, I'm preaching and I'm walking. I'm walking around. And because I've seen somebody walking around that's preaching. So me too, I'm, I'm walking around like, hey. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hebrew chapter 6 verse 12. It says, be, it says, don't be lazy. If you are not a follower, you are a lazy person. Hebrew 6 12. It says, do, be not slothful. Be not a lazy person. Laziness is what prevents you from following and from copying. It's pride. Like, oh, like me, I'm now, I'm an original. I've seen some revelation in the Bible. Which revelation are you talking about? What? It says, behold, what you are looking for has already been found. <laughs> There's nothing new under the sun. It says, is there anything that you can find and say, behold, this is new? There's nothing. What are you looking for? No, not what. There's nothing you're looking for. It says, don't be, don't be a lazy fool. But followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. These are people I saw. I saw. I have pictures of them. 1989, 1987. Small boys. It's like they were nothing. But they were saying something. I'm a child of God. I'm going to do. I'm going to shake the world. Today they are shaking. 20 years later. 30 years later they are shaking the world. You think I'm a fool. 
I'm not, I'm not be a fool. What do you think? I'm not a fool. Hey, as you, as you start somewhere and say that, oh, I, oh I, I'm not a fool. I'm not a proud person. I will follow hard. Come and see me after 20 years. Come and see me. Yeah, I've just followed for some time and the fruits I'm, I'm showing already. I'm coming to follow hard. I'll read, I'll read your books, I'll listen to them I'll, every time. I'll do what they did. Is it a, is it a bad thing? Like I'm a bad person. Yeah, he says, don't be, don't be a lazy fool. Eh? In order that you may not grow disinterested and become spiritual slacker, spiritual laziness. But imitators, imitate, imitate, tell me about imitate. Be like a China person, a China man. The Chinese are into imitations. They imitate, imitate, imitate before they realize they are perfect. Yeah, they were cast Sanyon. Do you know Sanyon? Yeah, it's from, I think it's from Korea also. It used to be Benz's. Uh, whatever engine that was inside, they would do their body everything. They would put Benz engine inside. Yeah. There's it's Benz that is special Benz. Like, you know Benz, yeah. Yeah. Mercedes Benz. Yeah. It, they would just go and buy their engine and put it inside. Yeah. Everybody was insulting them. Right now, their cars are one of the best in the world, yeah. and they are doing that because they have copied about the engine. At that, at that time, they are not able to copy the engine. <laughs> so they just put the engine, put the engine inside, which we have made a car. What is your problem? Yeah, they are not afraid. They are not shy. China is now the biggest economy in the world. The three biggest companies in the world are all in China. Bank of Agriculture, Bank of Commerce, Bank of... Three very big banks. They are in China. The fourth one is J.P. Morgan in America. They have exceeded America a long time ago. And they were were just copying. Copy and pay. Just copy. Right now, right now, even China, we have China. If you buy China products, like it's very good. Like you're very good China products. I'm talking through some China things right now as I'm talking to you, but you can hear everything very well. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Now they copy and paste. Yeah. Copy, who are you copying? Who are you copying? Yeah. I'm copying Jesus. I'm copying Jesus. Yeah, I'm copying Jesus in, in his confessions. Yeah. I, I, he says, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. Me too, I'll say the same thing. Yeah. If you have seen me, you have seen the Father. Yeah. I'm the light of the world. Are you the light of the world? Yeah. Say I'm the light of the world. Yeah. Maybe it's not even showing. It's like you are you are a torchlight or something of the world. Like you are just like you have nothing. <laughs> you are what you are a bubble of the world. <laughs> hey. But as you confess it, as you keep confessing it, you realize that you are getting bigger and brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter. Shall come at your rise. It's a skin shall come to your rise. Arise and shine. For thy light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. He says, Kings, kings shall come to your rising. Kings will come to your rising. Yeah. Charlie, say so more. Tell me, but say so more. Don't just be there. You have to be saying such things. Yeah. The more you say it, the more it works. Listen, sit down for a moment. I've seen it working people's lives. So it's an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing. Huh. It's serious. It works. It works. The money will come to you. I'm not afraid to start projects. I'm not afraid to start projects. Today, a church started in Hope. 
We should start. They are doing church right now. Next week I'm going there. Yeah. And it's working. It's working. Why? We believe it. It will work. Totally it will work. Don't worry, cry to work. Yeah, we, we just got a property in, in Liverpool. Very nice property. Can sit about 70 people. They are working on it. Next week they'll start having their services in there. There's all these things we don't tell you, so you don't know what's going like. You don't know what's happening, what's happening. Yeah. Sorry? Canada. Yeah, Canada. They, they, they started meeting in there last week, Sunday, isn't it? Very nice auditorium. Yeah, they are filling it. They will move to another one. I'm, I'm going the next day. I'm telling them, go and buy land. I'm going to tell let's buy land. I'll collect offerings shamelessly. <laughs> I'll collect offerings shamelessly from them. Bring me the offering. Hey, yeah, I'm not ashamed of Oh, with basket, I'll collect basket. Push, push seed. Yeah, we'll push seed. We'll just build a thing and everybody. Yeah, we are rich. Hallelujah. Charlie, I don't know about you, but I'm rich. Tell me. Tell your neighbor you are looking at the most influential person in the world. You are, you are just looking at him like that. Tell them, but be careful. Now, if you, are, if you are not so nice to me, where you'll be queuing to see me. You'll be in a queue to see me. Praise the Lord. Believe it. Listen, believe it. Don't, don't look at what is around you. If you look at what's around you, you will, you'll be saying, don't let your speech be consistent with your environment. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. I don't know if I'm leaving something. I don't, Charlie, you are in Christ, though. You are in Christ. You are in Christ. He says that all things are possible to them that believe. All things are possible to them that believe. Do you believe? Then just keep saying it. Don't back down. Don't back down. Don't, don't let anybody tell you. You have been saying these things for a very long time. Nothing is happening around you. Tell him, the Lord is with you. <laughs> yeah. It works, oh. Hey, I know, where I'm, I know my family. I know where I'm coming from. I know my home, Charlie. I know it very, very well. Yeah. Yeah. But I know that I was taken from that family and put into the family of God the day I got born again. So I declare my, my spiritual family. The Bible says in, in Ephesians chapter 3, okay, verse 15. Look at Ephesians 3, 15. There's more, I, I, have, I have four points to preach to you, but it's not working. I'm just on point number one. So I'll stop here and then we'll continue. I'm just going to expand this for you. It says, look, let's read from verse 14. For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Then he says, of whom the family in heaven and earth is named. I belong to a family where there are some in heaven and there are some in the earth. What, what kind? I mean, what, yeah. my family is not like some are abroad and some are here. No, some are in heaven and some are in earth. I have constant supply. Haven't you read where he says that my God shall supply all your needs? According to his riches, my financial riches and my financial supply is not earthly. Do you understand? My, I believe that so strongly. It's not my 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 money is not connected to like any bank on the earth. 
Because banks collapse. Haven't you seen some collapsing recently? You just collapse. Your you hope was in it. And if you see some, some of the collapses are such that we're watching, my wife and I were watching a, a documentary concerning a, um, what's the name? Iceland. During the economic crunch in 2008, there was this particular country. It's one of the Scandinavian countries. Can you imagine people took their money, they were saving their money. You know, and, um, these foreigners, they don't keep their money on them. It's in Ghana that you have someone's money, one million dollars under his bed. You know, it's in Ghana like that. Like, can't have it in sacks. It's under the bed. I mean, it's a very powerful thing. We don't like, we are not into bank things like that. Go to, go to, uh, uh, Alaba, go to Swami, Swami, uh, whatever, magazine. magazine. You be shocked. They have boxes full of money yeah. in their shops and under. That's when when the market bends. Like, have you ever seen like market bends? Someone sitting now crying. It's not because of the goose in the Osikaho. There's money inside. <laughs> There's money hidden somewhere. Yeah, my 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 financial whatever. It's not linked to any bank because the bank. These people took their money is there. The bank collapsed and their money vanished. So someone's life savings, it's gone. Someone's mortgage, you have paid the mortgage, ah, now it's gone. That's why people were killing themselves. A lot of people died during that time. People were committing suicide, you just go. Because he doesn't know how you live again. Because their finances are connected to financial institutions on earth. Mine is not connected to a financial institution on earth. It's connected to a financial institution in heaven. <laughs> Since my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches. In glory by Christ Jesus. Yeah. I don't start projects when, when, because I have money sitting down. I don't. I'm building something twice as big as this in Accra. Yeah, twice. Building a 2,000 seat auditorium with offices, everything nice, like heaven. The building will be smiling. When you come, the building will be smiling. <laughs> you want to build smiling building, as you come, the building. <laughs> Hallelujah. Tell me, ask me if I have one CD for it. I ain't got nothing for it, man. Not in my bank account, not anywhere. But I'm connected to a certain vault. <laughs> As I talk, it comes. To so just come, just like that. It will be done under one year. By next year, close of next year, you'll be sure we'll be dedicating it. We'll be sitting in there. We'll be dedicating. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. What do you think? Confess, what do you want to, just start confessing it. Confess big things. There's no money, there's no price for confession. A believing. Nobody will charge you for believing something. Do you understand? Yeah. Start a company, say that this is the biggest bad company in the world. Don't say, but I don't have any money. I don't even have a loan. You don't need a loan. You don't need a loan. The more you confess, the more you are, the closer you are brought to the one who's supposed to give you the money to do what you're supposed to do. It's an amazing thing. You know, there are rich people in Ghana who don't know what to do with their money. Do you know? There are too many. That's why they have investment banks. They have too many money. They have too much. They have too much. They don't know what to do with it. Why do you think God can't connect you to one of them and give you one million Ghana, Ghana cities or one million dollars to do something? Hallelujah. Keep saying it. Don't stop talking it. Believe it. Okay? Believe it. I believe. I'm in Christ. I believe. I believe. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. The goodness of God is working in my life. I enjoy good. I enjoy good. The Bible says that who, the one wants to see good days and enjoy good. Let me show it to you. First Peter 3. From his word. 
from verse 10. Yeah. For he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no guile. Let him eschew evil and do good. Let him seek peace and, and pursue it. Go back to verse 10. Let's read. Is it message? I think message says it very nicely. Whoever wants this message, whoever wants to embrace life and see the day fill up with good. Do you, do you like that? Yeah. Do, you, do, you, do you want to see that? Yeah. Ask me, do you want to see such things? Yeah. It says, whoever wants to embrace life and see the day fill up with good. Here's what you should, you, you should do. Say nothing evil or hateful. Now when you say say nothing evil or hateful, no, it's like, oh, I love you. That's what you're thinking about. Like, oh, I love you. I care about you. Like you're always saying nice things. That's what he's talking about. He's talking about saying good things Infusing the day with good things. Do you understand? BBA. BBA also says something nice. Uh huh. For it is said, let the man who has a love of life, desiring to see good days, keep his tongue from evil and his lips from words of deceit. I have this in English. Let me read it to you. The Bible says, says this if a person wants to enjoy his life and to have good days, he must be careful not to say bad things. I saying it. Do you understand what he's saying? Is it clear? He must be careful not to say bad things. He must stop saying things that are not true. He must stop saying things that are not true. What is the truth about you? The rap, the rap is in my mind. I'm a child of God. I'm a child. I don't remember the rap. I hear. I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. That's all I remember. Hallelujah. What is the truth about you? What is the truth about you? As I said, let God be true and all men be liars, including you. You to be a liar. Yeah, be a liar. I said, let's face reality. What is reality? What is reality? What is the reality? What is the truth about you? The word of God is truth, isn't it? Jesus said, I'm the way, I am the truth. Truth is a person. Truth is Christ. Truth is a word. So he says, let the person say things that are true. Speak the word. Okay? Believe the word. Speak it to yourself. That's if you want to know how I'm successful. Do you think I'm a success? I think I'm a, I'm, I'm a success. And I'm increasing in it. I, I, I believe that. I've always believed that I was a success. Even when I didn't have anything. It's not what I have that makes me successful. It is the investment of my personality that makes me a success. You see, I, mean, I believe I'm a success. I'm not being proud. I'm just telling you the honest truth. Hallelujah. If you think I'm a success, I'm showing you what makes me a success. This particular thing I'm showing you is the number one thing. If there's anything that I do, okay, or I believe, is this thing. I believe in the word of God and I make it my confession. I make it my confession. I believe that, I believe I'm in Christ. I believe I'm not in somebody else. I believe I'm in Christ. I'm seated and settled in Christ. Yeah. And I confess it. I'm going higher. I'm getting better. I'm getting greater and stronger. Who we'll command the wealth of the nations? Who we'll lend money to nations? Nobody connected to me can go down. If you are connected to me, you are not permitted to die. You can't die. 
You can't go down. You have to go higher. I'm connected to divinity. If you're connected to me, you're connected to divinity. Your life will get better and stronger and greater. Five years from now, you'll be bigger, greater than you are, you are now. Yeah, I'm preaching to the biggest shots in the whole of the world. That's what I believe. I believe I have the, I have the wildest and the richest congregation in the world. I believe I have the, 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 the a congregation that believes in God so strong. People who have faith in God. People who are spiritual. That's what I believe. That's what I believe. Yeah. Spiritual people. Strong, spiritually sound people. Yeah. That's what I believe. You may not look like it. But they will wonder at you. David said, my, my, my generation says, I'm a wonder unto my generation. Your generation will wonder. Ah, but I thought we were, all, we were all here. No, we are not all whatever. See, I'm 20 years ahead of my mates. You are, 20, you are so far away. So far ahead. So far ahead. Rise up on your feet and say something to the Lord. God bless you for listening. Keep listening to the word as Christ is made the center of your world. For prayer and counseling, call 024-563-8314 or send an email to info at christworldinc.com. God bless you.